0: You're listening to Always Open number 82. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit RoosterTeeth.com.
1: Hey, peeps, what's up? Welcome to Always Open. I'm your host, Barbara Dunkelman, and I got some friends who you may or may not know, but you should know and you'll definitely know by the end of this episode, starting with this guy.
0: Tyler (laughs) Kell,
2: Jessica Vasami. What's up? It's me. I've got so much fucking lipstick on. Texas. No, what? No, you don't. No, I don't. But I feel like I do. Anyway, it's me. It's your girl. It's your boy. It's 2018. But, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like, do you have something to tell us? Because yeah. I'd be, I'd be we're, supportive and happy for you. I know you. you would. I know you would. Yeah. We were waiting. I know he wouldn't. Tyler would be supportive of anybody's
3: choices. for I, everything.
0: I would be very supportive.
3: <laughs> Dude, look your back. eyes look extra Thank green. You. Thank you. They look, oh, wow.
0: <laughs> I, I feel so rejuvenated. I don't know, like a weight is off my shoulders. Oh. I feel light as a feather. Stip Do you? Yes. Do stiff.
2: You? Maybe <laughs> not stiff. we try. we try and?
0: Not as stiff as Littleton? I as I used to be in my younger days. Not mm-hmm. Quite as stiff.
1: That whole like light as a feather, stiff as a board thing. Never did that once as
3: a kid. Neither did I. Yeah. I did it only in my later years. Yeah, me <laughs> too. Mm, maybe about three years ago. I was like, <laughs> let's give this a try. Did it work? I don't really know I feel what? like we get like too heavy
0: to I'm sorry I'm sorry what are we talking about life over my weather,
1: head stiff as a board like witchcraft it's witchcraft. like something people would do at sleepover you put parties out your... right.
3: Like be, these like are your fun fingers. Around. There'd be put one in.
1: finger, at, not one finger, one person lying down on the ground. <laughs> uh-huh. One person yes, down, okay. you put all your fingers in them. And then yeah. you'd put your fingers under them, and then, like, everybody at the same time would lift them it's while a, chanting that. Y- yeah, light as a feather, stiff as a board. Which I've never.
0: We just grew up in a different time, <laughs> yeah. did different things in my sleepovers. <laughs> uh, fingers and people people were still, like, part of the game. Yeah. Like, yeah. it wasn't uh, boards and feathers. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say it was that. So, no
1: one mm-hmm. got tarred and feathered? No, no tarring and feathering up boards
0: sleepovers but
1: yeah uh tyler great to have you back oh thanks Barbara. jessica always wonderful to have you back Fantastic. welcome welcome <laughs> it's our thanksgiving uh special episode technically this comes out a couple days before thanksgiving yes. but we're still celebrating early we are we mm. got our set decorated we got some that. nightmare toys what are we naming our nightmare baby behind Where jessica is it? it's behind jessica's head there right she there. is
2: <laughs> what are we naming her
1: um Head
2: <laughs> she needs a name. She's a headmistress, a but she needs an official name. Her name is mm, Bernice. That's Bernice. Okay. Uh, she had an accident. Okay. She is now only head and feet. And that's okay. I think we I'd still be okay her. with
1: that if I lost my entire body. Because you, <laughs> you can still
3: walk. You can still walk and around eat. and you can still look at things.
2: Could you tell? <laughs> like, where is it going? going to your
3: feet. It it's goes going right. straight to your
1: feet. Have fat feet. You're gonna have fat feet. <laughs> you just, <laughs> just have come out the
0: sides. Like you clonkers. drag your fat. Clonk
1: clonk. Yeah. I drag my fat ass everywhere. But it more. is Thanksgiving. <laughs> it is. So, um, happy to have you guys. Yes, I'm so thankful yes, for uh, you. Thankful Aww. for all of you. And I'm also thankful for alcohol. Yeah. yeah. We, uh, uh, this is a special shot, actually. This is uh, some alcohol called Sweet Revenge that Ooh. we got from someone at RTX. They gave it to Texas. His name is Ronald M., uh, I imagine his Twitter username is Ron underscore Martin underscore I I I. So thank you, Ronald, for the alcohol. We uh, we mix this with some Sprite and we're gonna do a shot of it.
3: Thank you, Ron.
2: What if cheese? it's like, cheers? It smells like a uh, a Starburst almost. It, it does. does. Oh that smells really good. Like, mm-hmm.
1: I really hope it's not called sweet revenge because you think it smells good and then tastes like ass.
2: Yeah. Or that he's like secretly hates us and this is him getting his revenge. We'll find out. Mm-hmm. Cheers to that. It's got a bite. It's got a bite to it. It Boo! That's some alcohol in there. I like it. That hurt a little bit. Was there a burning sensation? A little bit. Yeah. Was there ants in there? Nope. No ants? That would be
3: like fire ants. Look at this.
2: Jessica can't take shots, people. So everyone make fun of her for
0: (laughs) it. Why can't you take shots?
2: She explains this literally every time. I every, show. every
3: show I do, because I can't, I, I can't burp, and so I can't just like down a bunch of liquid without it literally regurgitating back up. My she, would awesome, up I guess. she would throw up on the table. Mm. Make yes. it
2: always open first.
3: Oh, no, I don't want that. No one's ever thrown up on the show. I don't want that. Mm. All right, <laughs> go, 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 go. <laughs> just do it. But I will sip very fancily. There you go. Well, you'll sip fancily,
1: and we'll uh, we're gonna go around the the table. It's Thanksgiving. We got shit to be thankful for. I'm gonna move this so everyone could see my sweater that I'm thankful for. <laughs> there you go. Can you see it now? Nope. No.
0: Oh. Here, hand me the, hand there me the. There yeah. you go.
1: Okay. just says fuck shit up. Fuck shit up. Where'd you get that? I got this from an online store um, of someone who sells these from France. Oh. I don't know the exact name, but it took them? about four months to get here. Worth it. So. Very much worth it. If you really want the sweater <laughs> in four months, you'll be very happy. <laughs> Um, no, but, uh, I thought we would all go around and say something that we're thankful for. Um, it's a time of being thankful, so I've heard. Mm-hmm. I've never celebrated Thanksgiving. Uh, never? Oh, you've been in wait, the States really? for
3: so
2: long.
1: Yeah, but, like, even then, I, I my is not American. Yeah. Um, but,
2: I mean, like, you stay here, for the most part, right? Like, you're usually here in this time? Do you, go, have you gone to, like, yeah, someone else's Thanksgiving?
1: Not really. I mean, if anything, like, I would just go to someone else's place for food, but yeah. it wouldn't be like, what the
3: Go around ever, uh, it's all about the food. Well, have you ever gorged yourself all day full of food? And that happens to me at, at least once a week. Great. Okay, then and you, you watch know football? it. You have experience. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Here's experience.
1: So, so, let me hear. it. What are you guys thankful for, other than me and
2: ladies um, first? Having please. me in your life as a friend. Um, gosh, I mean, this year has been. Uh, I always try to for Thanksgiving when I'm uh, reflecting. I always think of the year, the past year, and like all the changes and yeah. stuff. Uh, my family's gone through a lot of changes this year, so I'm like thankful that we're still a, a pretty tight family unit after like a bunch of crazy shit happening in our lives. So it has been thankful a crazy family, life. as everyone else is, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and you guys just
1: have the coffee shop opening up. Yeah, and a lot yeah, of changes yeah, yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah. Thankful for that guy right
2: there.
0: I was waiting for it.
2: <laughs> I know he's gonna start crying if I don't <laughs> say it. <laughs> uh, if you don't, if I don't no. say it, yeah. So. <laughs> thankful for, for good friends and, and, and even better meat. I thought you said me. Me, me. I'm good. I'm great. Me better. Now.
3: Mm, mm -hmm. Mm. Jessica, what about you? I am thankful for my family and friends. And um, mainly my friends and family.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful. Miss America. Yeah.
3: Cute. That's
1: good.
0: You know, it's a it's a hallmark holiday. Um, Thanksgiving's kind of silly, but it is good to be thankful for things. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm thankful for I still have hair. That's a big deal. The older the older you get as a guy, like you know, I used to make fun of my friends that were going bald, and now that's like a that's a no-no. They'd rather have their small penis made fun of than the fact that they're losing hair on the mm. top of their head. That's a big deal. Really? Um, got my hands, my legs, my mouth. I can walk, talk. Mm-hmm. That's pretty Yeah, you don't look good. like
1: Bernice over there. Or Bernice. No, no
0: no, Bernice. Uh, mm-hmm. That's pretty good. I have friends.
1: Yeah? You do. I confirm. Yes. yes.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. That's that a, good. That was a
2: question. Um,
0: yeah. I have Mariel. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it.
2: <laughs> no one else.
0: No one else. Uh, just mariel
2: thanks for I'll
1: being be on the show <laughs>
0: um and thankful that you had me on the show yes. as well as it uh, should be thank you
1: you're welcome i'm happy to have you here i'm i'm, I'm, th- I'm honestly like thankful for all of you everyone here at Rooster Teeth, and my family but i think i'm having also a new appreciation for my health yeah um, it's important and yeah. it's it's also like my health is not perfect um but i'm alive Mm -hmm. I'm able to move and you can take shots I could take shots Um, and just I think also I'm thankful to know people who are such good people like Mm -hmm. we just had extra life this past weekend Mm -hmm. and knowing a company who is so dedicated and passionate um, about a good cause and also having a community that supports such a good cause and just knowing these people and having these people be part of our lives is like I think a lot of people would be very fortunate to know them. Yeah, Absolutely. So cheers to all those people and cheers to the community for raising over 1.4 million dollars. It, was it was amazing. Insane. It was insane. For the
2: kids. Yeah. Um, gosh. I was just talking, we, we always go live before we film the show but I was just talking about how uh, I had a break pretty much from 11, a- 11 p.m. to 4 a.m. and I had nothing in between and I had another thing at 4 and so I went to Blaine and Miles and I was like, I will lose my goddamn mind if I don't do something in this next few hours. Like, can I just crash too spooky? And they were like, oh yeah, yeah, go for it. And I was like, I have my crab costume, I'll put it on. And they were like, oh yeah, yeah. And then like, 2 p.m. hit and I was just, I mean, 2 a.m. hit and I was just like, (laughs) out of my fucking mind. Like, just had lost my (laughs) shit entirely. That's when it really starts. Yeah. That's when the the brain starts to. Oh yeah. That segment's always just a wonderful clusterfuck. Nothing good happens between after 2 a.m., you know? Or everything good. Or everything good. You had a great bit on the show. It wasn't a bit. I was literally just going fucking nuts. I, <laughs> this was great. Like, everyone, kept, everyone, everyone kept sending me screenshots, and it was just like, I love the way Mariel stares into the camera. And I was like, that's just, I'm just, I'm not doing anything. I'm just fucking, just haven't slept, and I've been here since 10 a.m. <laughs>
1: The greatest part is that whenever the, it was, whenever there was a donation of one thousand three hundred thirty-seven dollars, when the siren goes off and everything goes crazy, Meryl would come on and her crab caught. Yes, and that like, <laughs> just <laughs> run around <laughs> and whatever. And so whenever the siren would go off, and like if you were busy doing something or like weren't there for that
2: moment, Cole
1: would just be like, "Where's that crab? <laughs> Where is it?" <laughs> 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 he just thought it was always behind him.
2: Yeah. It was a great, great yeah. moment. But yeah, shout out to the broadcast team too. Yes, guys absolutely, well,
1: amazing. Done
2: broadcast.
1: Yes. Thankful yeah. for you guys. Amazing, amazing. But only during that weekend. Yep. And right now... <laughs> just go, cut to black. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to start off with something brand new that we were supposed to test on the Extra Live Stream that we did not. Um, Eric, our producer, got us these hypotheticals. Ooh. Um, hypotheticals, hypotheticals, my bad. They're these hypothetical questions that are just very over the top. They're insane. Okay. And so I'm, I'm excited to see... Oh, God. I'm very answers.
0: thankful for Ooh, th- hypothetical questions.
1: Me too. There you go. All right. This is called the Hon- honesty room. Now, are we all gonna answer this question? I think whoever would like to.
3: Okay.
1: Good yeah. answer. It, all right, that works. If you ha- feel like you have a good answer. All right, this is, there's some build-up and then the question. Okay, okay. Someone builds a paranormal honesty room. Within the walls of this room, it is impossible for anyone to tell lies or to avoid answering whatever questions they are asked. The same inventor also creates a memory loss drug that is released into the air inside the honesty room as it is airborne mist. What this means is that people who enter the honesty room will not remember what they said, what questions were asked, or even that they were even there. The only antidote to the memory loss drug is a pill, and you have this pill. So in essence, you have access to a room where every guest who enters will tell you the absolute truth about anything and then immediately forget what they were asked and what they said but you will retain everything you learn.
3: You are inside the honesty room with your parents. Oh God. What do you ask them? I think I, think I could ask them some, some serious questions and be okay with that answer. Maybe not, it could fuck me up forever. Well, what's the question? I don't know, it's a little too personal. personal. So I think it might be a little too personal. <laughs> okay. and my mom watches the show, she Ooh. could call me.
0: I, I might know what it is. Yeah. So I'm gonna say it, because this is what I would ask my okay, go. Um, how many dates, mom, till you gave it up? <laughs> yeah. it, would, it would go a long way in me knowing more about myself. Um, mm-hmm. What's we're embedded in bowl. me? I have, an, uh, I have a number in mind, but again, the number game is never the numbers game is not good. If you were to ask, and you you have a number in mind, like my mm-hmm. mom being the saint that she is, I would mm-hmm. hope that number is high, as far as days go.
1: I feel like with your parents, there are a lot of questions you could ask that you'd be very disappointed about yes. hearing. Like my initial thought was. Do you have a favorite child? Whoa. But I also don't think I want to know. This. Oh, I probably 100% know
2: 100%. I'm the
0: favorite. Parents have favorites, for sure. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know I'm
1: the but favorite do want too. But to you know if you're not. I mean, I think I'm the favorite too.
3: But,
1: <laughs> but at the same I'm time, not. yeah, but <laughs> in case I'm not. I, w- I would maybe ask like is there ever a time you lied to me as a kid?
3: I feel like my so family I don't know if I'd want to know, but I did, did lie. To me.
0: yeah, they did. I mean, all oh, parents parent lie to their are kids. Are you talking
3: about like more than white lies like like some serious like, lies.
1: oh, all my candy's gone from Halloween. Where'd it go? Oh, it must have fell. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Outside. Yeah. They definitely lied about that stuff for sure, but I'm talking about like... Abortion? No, for <laughs> instance, my parents are divorced, so I'm just like, mm. what happened there, you know? What Even happened? though I know what happened, but you never know if it's truly what happened. Well, because right. especially when you're a kid, they're trying to sugarcoat a lot of Absolutely, things. so I'm like, huh. That's a hard question. It mm. definitely, all definitely.
1: Right. Well, let's go another, another, a little simpler. I think I'm gonna like the answers to this one. Mm. Every person you have ever slept with is invited to a banquet where you are the guest of honor. Oh, Jesus Christ. No one will be in attendance except you, the collection of your former lovers, and the catering service. (laughs) After the meal, you are asked to give a 15-minute speech to the assembly. What
2: do you talk about? Oh my God! (laughs) (laughs) What do you talk about? man. I feel like
0: that's a nightmare I actually have.
2: My well, well, my first thought is like maybe I would do a lot of apologizing, but then my second thought is immediately like why? Yeah. Um, I feel like I would I would give like a thank you speech.
1: Like thanks you're... thanks for teaching me some things, thanks for teaching me some things that I really don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like that, that, that one time,
2: I... Brad, you blew into my asshole. wasn't into that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And just uh, so right maybe now. another just a, like apology about how it just didn't work out, hey. but thanks for the dick.
0: I, hey, there you go yeah. for the D. I, you know, I would pro- I'd just be like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like. <laughs> um,
2: Yoinks. <laughs>
0: sorry. Uh, <you laughs> don't need to really go why, into detail. Why are all
2: defaulting to apologizing.
0: I know who would be in my room. Mm-hmm. This isn't a bragging point, but the banquet hall would be a little bit too big for my comfort. And I don't, was this, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be, uh, it'd be a Did say order.
2: people you, you what, what
1: was the, was it? Slept with. People you've slept with? Mm-hmm. I also think that like, it wouldn't be a very big room.
0: That's good. That's good.
3: Like, it'd be, like, yeah. like maybe two tables. Yeah, mine would be two how tables, two, depending tables on of how. eight, <laughs> two tables of eight, two, two tables of uh, twenty-four. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> I'd see a lot of just this in the crowd,
2: just a lot know. of. Um... I feel like I would see a lot of Seriously. confusion. I think a lot of a lot of the people that would just be like, "Why are we here? What does she have planned, uh, and what are we in for?" Is this an? Uh, there'd be probably be some people like. Is this an orgy? Mm.
0: What if it was Pref- like, um Probably. actually, this would be fun to do. You know the key and peel, like, uh, president walk where yes. they go up it's to like, like everyone? Yes. <laughs> trying to imagine now in my head, like, which people I would like. <laughs> yep. I'd shake their hand. The other ones would be like, yeah, come uh,
2: on. Here. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: you know it was good. Yeah. yeah. Or, or they some they people like, I don't even remember them. you type thing. Yeah. But, yeah.
2: There might be some of those. Uh Do you guys, there was this thing a few weeks ago um, in the news about this girl who, Set up a bunch of Tinder dates to meet at one place in New York City. Oh, God. And she would like message guys and be like, oh, hey, like we should go out and be like, oh, yeah, 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 where do you want to go? And she'd be like, meet me at like Central Park, this place, and then we'll go out on a date yeah. or something oh, like no. that. And so uh, the day finally came. Um, she shows up and there's like a whole stage and it's just her talking to all of these men that she has invited to this location. And all of them are like, what the fuck? Like that it was some so like weird social experiment that she was what doing. What did she say? I
0: don't remember. Did any of them so, like stay around and like um, I, like go on a date with her?
2: No, I don't think so. I think it was I, like it was I can't remember I, I remember seeing it from a guy who went and like tweeted about the whole thing. Oh, interesting. it was just like this insane person like set up this whole, this okay, whole thing Okay, we're
1: all going to take a, a a single file line <laughs> and I'm going to bend over. <laughs> Just gonna see which, you go. which one of you I like
2: the best. <laughs> mm. Mm. That's a blind date Dinner. for sure. <laughs> all right. Uh, what's
1: next? Next one. You are offered a brain pill. Ooh, God. If you swallow this pill, you, are, you will become 10% more intelligent than you currently are. You will be more adept at reading comprehension, logic, and critical thinking. However, to all other people you know and all the future people you will meet, you will seem 20% less intelligent. In other words, you will immediately become smarter, but the rest of the world will perceive you as dumber, and there is no way you could ever alter that universal, universality of that perception. I can't read. Do you take the pill? I would not, I would not take this pill. Because to me, intelligence, like, yes, it's important for you to have intelligence and be able to feel good about your knowledge and capacity and all that stuff. But to me, a lot of it is how others perceive you to be.
3: Yeah, so agree.
1: Like, oh, this person's an idiot. No Intelli- matter how smart you really are.
3: Yeah, intelligence. Because there's uh, some people view intelligence of like, how much can you memorize and how much do you know? You know, like wh- when the Civil War date was or space and time. Although that's seventeen forty nine. Although that's amazing. I feel like, like you said, it's it's. I feel like. Real intelligence in the way is like with relationships with people yeah. and stuff, emotional intelligence. Yeah, I wouldn't take it either. I don't think
0: I'd take it. I'm taking it, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because it lets me know where I'm standing with other people. Yeah, they're gonna think I'm not as smart you as. You also that.
3: have
1: nowhere to go but up. Uh, yeah. So
0: it, it it's uh, I think it puts you at an advantage to be more intelligent. It uh, was that a short joke? Yeah, that's hilarious.
1: Oh, <laughs> no, no um, it was a. It you're was a, you're
0: dumb bottom. joke. Oh, I'm a, I'm a dumb joke. Yeah, <laughs> I'm dumb. I'll take I'll take the pill
2: you taking yes. Oh, man. I don't know. It's kind of... I'm, I'm, I keep thinking about what you were saying. I'm going to just throw that out the window because I yeah. don't care what you say. Yeah. But... Um, <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> I love Jessica. Oh, that's um, the sweetest you've ever been to me just at that moment, by the way. I, I neg <laughs> you. you, know, like you I'm get a good I don't know if I would. I don't think I would. No. You know, I just... I, w- I would hate to... Like, walk around knowing that people think I'm stupid. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we already do that
2: though. <laughs> or even Don't more stupid. <gasps> I can only handle. More
0: stupider.
2: More mm-hmm. stupid dumb. <laughs> can only handle a level of that.
1: Yeah, I want to be more smart.
2: SMRT. Smart. Yep. It's a Simpsons
1: reference. It's there you go. SMRT. All right, last one. Your best friend is taking a nap on the floor in your living room. Suddenly, you're faced with a bizarre existential problem he slash she is going to die unless you kick this slumbering friend as hard as you can in the rib cage. If you don't do this, he slash she will never wake up. However, you can never explain your actions. If you later inform your friend that you did this to save his or her life, your friend will die from that. (laughs) Jesus Christ. So you have to kick a sleeping friend in the ribs and you can't explain why. Since you cannot tell your friend the truth, what excuse will you fabricate to explain this to them?
3: Yeah, I would definitely kick them in the ribs. Mm-hmm. And my excuse would be I don't know, I just felt like it.
1: <laughs> Deal with know, it. I don't know if I would take that excuse if you did that to me. <laughs> really? You'd I'd be, be like, like, what
3: the fucking fuck? bitch? I don't know. I couldn't control my right
2: leg. Well, how hard would you kick Tyler? Oh, would just I would kick him in the ribs, I'd kick him in the nuts.
0: Disappointed in Kick you. You, in you should know better that I would not want to be disturbed, and please let me die. I know
2: you would want to die. I don't want you to die. <laughs>
0: See, though. you know me so well that I'd want. I'd, I'm looking at you. I know
2: you'd want it, but I want you to be <clears throat> miserable for longer, so I'd try to keep you alive.
0: That's why you're my best friend. So, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't question if somebody. Yeah, I. I, I
2: honestly heart. don't think yeah. if
0: be like, ow.
2: If he fell asleep on my living room floor, and I kicked him awake, I think he'd literally just be like, ah, what'd you do that for? And I'd be like there was a bug on you, and be like, all right. Okay.
0: Or she call me a lazy bitch or something yeah. like that. Like I don't get up. Get up.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's four in the afternoon. Would you kick me? Would you let me die?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'd say the same thing. Like, get up, you lazy bitch. Yeah.
2: Mm. true friendship. There like up. my kicks would be much uh, easier to tolerate I might, than yours. You'd probably, like, break my ass. I'd probably
0: break, break, break your ass. I wouldn't hit your ribs. I'd go Man, to that's hard. a really hard
2: kick if you kicked her in the ribs
1: and broke <laughs> her ass. Just explode <laughs> your
0: butt cheek. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I would, I would probably say that I was uh, sleepwalking. You there know, you right? go. Like, yeah. Just okay, sleep, sleep soccering. Sleep soccering. Yeah. And I thought their rib cage was the soccer ball.
2: Mm. I have very vivid dreams. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, yeah. it was a high school championship, and I was there to win it. Yep. You got in the way.
0: I punched. I didn't punch. I smacked a girlfriend in the face when That's I was illegal. asleep. Like, it's kind of a dangerous thing to wake up a sleeping person. Like, I was sleeping on the couch, and yeah. I was having a nightmare, and when I woke up, there was somebody, like, on me, and I just reached out like that, and I accidentally hit her in the face. I had no idea who it was.
1: And she oh. would be at that banquet, folding her arms. And she'd mm-hmm. be, like, and I'd
0: be like, I was asleep. Come on. Yeah. you know. And the other shit, sorry.
1: Sorry about the other shit. I had a boyfriend who would
0: um, scream in his sleep. You had night terrors?
1: But like, they weren't night terrors, I don't think, because, like, it wasn't... Um, Aren't night terrors kind of like?
0: Like, like you're, you're, conch, you're sometimes awake. Like I had them when I was a kid. Like you'd be awake, but you would just scream and like you're yeah. just like.
1: Um, I had a boyfriend who, like, in the middle of the night, I would be woken up by this, huh, huh, uh, 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 and I'd be like oh, it's okay, it's okay, Whoa. oh, my God. But it was oh just, God. it wasn't screaming, it was, like, panic. And it would happen, like, at least once a week. Oh, fuck that shit. Every yeah. time, it would, like, terrify me, because I'm just, like, I felt so bad. I'm, like, I don't know what you're dreaming about or what this is or how we could fix it. Did this. you ever
3: wake him up? And then what did he say? Yeah, when he... He would,
1: like, I would, like, wake him up, be like, you okay, you okay? And then, like, he would, like, slowly go back to sleep. Like, usually not respond, but...
0: You ever seen Step Brothers? Damn. Mm-hmm. Yes. You don't wake up somebody who's sleepwalking.
1: Absolutely. It's not anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> I love that movie. Well, you know, it is a good idea. What uh, is, Barbara? Nice underwear. There you go. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Shout out to Me Undies for sponsoring this episode of Always Open. This is the year that you could finally tackle your holiday shopping early. And guess what? You could get everything you need for you and your loved ones at Me Undies. Me uses the coveted Micro Modal fabric, which is three times softer than cotton. That's a lot of times softer. If you've never felt this fabric, get ready to experience pure bliss in underwear form. You could also get any style that is perfectly suited for you. Men and women each can choose from four different cuts. Um, I recently got some new PJ pants from MeUndies, the lounge lounge pants, pants. Mm. which are like the most comfortable pants I think I've ever owned. Uh, I was going to let Trevor try them out, but then I said, never mind, and I wanted them for myself. So I've been wearing them all weekend. After Extra Life, we were very tired, and they were very comfortable to just lounge around in. Um, the perfect lounge pant, and they were in this like very cute kind of wintry plaid pattern, which I'm a big fan of. Makes me feel like it's Christmas, and I love Christmas. Um, this holiday season, Miander's will be releasing a new print every Tuesday. That means you'll have no excuse not to celebrate the holidays right down to your very core. But why stop at Undies? This year, MeUndies is launching their new holiday prints in lounge pants and onesies as well. And I can't even imagine how comfortable the onesies would be. Probably extremely. Uh, MeUndies has a great offer for our viewers. For any first-time purchasers, when you purchase any MeUndies, you get 15% off and free shipping. To get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com open. That's MeUndies.com open. Thank you, MeUndies.
2: Perfect.
1: You got some lounge pants.
2: I got some lounge pants. I've got some MeUndies underwear. I've got a MeUndies bralette. Oh, Got it all.
0: I'm wearing my uh, snowflake uh, MeUndies right now. I love them.
3: Wow. Yeah. He showed us. Huh. He did show us. But when the camera He's was not on. Christmas
0: tree us. all nice and warm.
3: There you go. And, Is that what you uh, call
0: it? A Christmas tree. I like that. Mm, year round, right? too. Yes. Two little ornaments.
1: That's what he calls oh. it year round. This oh. is my No menorah. Presents, though. Ah. <laughs> 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 well, just make sure you wrap it up.
0: Ah, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Safe sex, everybody.
0: Uh, yes, please.
1: All right, so let's go on to our first question. That is not a hypothetical question. This one is from Ryan T. And Ryan wants to know what would a mirror
3: opposite of yourself be like? Mm. Oh, man. Probably a dirty whore. I am so, Not so you're
0: not a dirty whore.
3: I'm not but right. I do wish that perhaps Before I met the man that I'm with now. I would have been sexually more active mm. <laughs> Before when, when did you guys start dating? <laughs> Three years ago, oh, okay? Yeah, and before then I've always been like man. I'm just gonna be I'm gonna be crazy I'm gonna go sleep around and then I just never did because like in my head. I'm a dirty whore Whore, but then my body is not. Although I wish it was. Um, so that would probably be one of them. So your, your
1: opposite <laughs> would be a dirty whore, but wishes she was not.
3: Yes, there you go. Okay. Yeah, exactly, okay. exactly. <laughs> um, that's number one. Uh, <laughs> an image in my head. All right, all right. Okay. I wish. I think I would love maybe more positive. Sometimes I feel like I'm a little bit more negative. Yeah, I feel like you're a very positive positive. person. Well, in my mind, maybe not as much. Oh, okay. Um, Those are some two big ones. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Is there something you're thinking of? Oh no, no! I just love that
2: your first thing was "I want to be a dirty whore."
3: <laughs> it's not that I want to be happy Thanksgiving. Maybe <laughs> it's just that that's uh, the title of that. that would this be episode. the opposite of who I am. Yeah, um, that's that's a, uh, something that me and one of my best friends talk about all the time. Where she's We've just... never talked about that. Interesting. Very. Interesting. You can't
1: be everyone's best know, friend, Ariel you got to leave some <laughs> of them for me.
3: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We talk about it a lot. She's just, because she's been with this guy for eight years. Yeah. And so she's, I mean, and she's getting married to him and stuff. And so we talk about that a lot. Like, hmm, should we have been more promiscuous? Should I just leave it? <laughs> yeah. I
1: mean, as someone who is, who's been in a lot of long-term relationships. Yes. Uh, and then um, came out of one and was single for a year and a half-ish, year? Um, and I was like, now is my time to go out and experiment. Really not as fun as you'd think it would be. Everyone says it's overrated. It's a little overrated because it's like dating apps and, and all that stuff is very, it's very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's almost like you're constantly going into job interviews. (sighs) So just the process of like meeting people and going on a date and then you're just like, so, where are you from? What's your family like? What do you like to do? Like, it's uh, the same questions every date you go yeah. on, and then like sometimes you end up hooking up, and then it, 99% of the time, it turns out to be nothing exciting or good. Um, it's also like not that safe. Yeah. Um, I luckily never had anything too scary happen to me when I was single. I had like one incident where some guy was a little too aggressive, but then it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. As long as you're happy with the person you're with, I think that's all that matters. There's like such a high pressure on like, I need to experiment with all these people. And yeah, I
3: think that's it. And I, yeah. think, I think, and I'm glad that I don't feel that way as much now, especially since being with Devin. Um, but before I definitely did feel that way. I was just like, yeah. cause I was like, I'm a serial monogamous. I've just just been in relationships. So I'm like, man, you know? I feel also
1: the opposite of you would be very cold. Cause you're a very, really? You're a very warm person.
3: That's so weird so maybe I'm weird or (laughs) warm, but then I always wanna like go home and hermit by myself. Like people are like, hey, we're going out tonight. Like tonight, Funhouse is going out. I'm like, I'm going inside my hole. Oh, that's cool. I wish I would've gotten invited. That that would've been cool. It's It's fine, Elise. It's for Arizona Circle. It's
2: fine. Uh, Oh, no, it's fine. Cool, Okay. I got a phone call. Well, I don't see By
1: who? He's the exception. My
0: funhouse friends. So you guys are <laughs>
1: Name identical.
0: one.
2: Elise. Damn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can
0: name two. Josh. Technically.
2: Josh. <laughs> <It's a, laughs> technically. Josh is
0: my <laughs> you know,
2: uh, hand. Oh man, I instantly went tall, <laughs> tall and confident. That's what I went for like. you.
1: For your yeah. opposite.
3: See that? See that's so crazy because I see that I see that you are. Confident maybe you're not as tall as you'd like to be but for me. <laughs> I feel like you're very like you're do a boss you ass so? bitch I do, do. That? I oh, do no.
2: Look at Tyler shaking his head. I was not doing that. You were camera. shaking <laughs> my head. You were um, Yeah, no, I mean I just I wish I was more secure about things. I'm a little insecure about some things I'm, There's some things that I'm like very confident in yeah, um, there's a lot of things that I'm more insecure about likewise um, yeah. You guys said uh, I mean
1: Everyone has their insecurities, but you yeah. two are fabulous. Oh, Thanks. And more people should be telling you that.
2: Oh, Thank you. But yeah, I just wish I had uh, more of a, I wish I was like more active in things. Not just like active as a person, but like, I don't know, I wish I had more hobbies. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. I'd probably be a busier person. Not to say I think I'm busy now, but I'd, I'd be busier doing things that I enjoy, rather than like busier doing things that i feel like are done for other people yeah
3: right i get that Mm -hmm. yeah i'm similar
1: um i was trying to think of all the qualities that i have and what the opposites would be and i just started going down the line and just got to be too many but ultimately someone who is short very extroverted loves to drink and get Mm -hmm. drunk all the time Mm -hmm. um who is I'm trying to think of the word, because I am a very, like, shy person, but I pretend not to be. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it, debilitating It Yeah, times. it's internally exhausting. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I think the term is, like, an extroverted introvert, or an introverted... Extro- one of the, As two. in that's
3: who you are or
1: you would be? That's who I am. I'm an extroverted introvert, so I, like, get energy by being alone and not being surrounded by people, but I still, like get serious FOMO if I'm not invited out places, and I feel like really left out, and I'm like, yeah, but if they invited me, I, I don't know if I would go anyways. <laughs> Same here. Um, which I feel like a lot of people could relate to. So I think my opposite would just be like constantly trying to go out and do things. Yeah. And learn things too. Like I have no hobbies, and it kind of makes me sad. Yeah,
3: I, like I don't have any hobbies anymore. I used to like paint and stuff, and I wish I, I don't know why I don't do these things anymore. Adulthood. Yeah. Man. They get it Okay, go, together. That, what does that look? I don't know, it's just a look. I'm just looking at her. Tyler?
0: Hmm?
2: Tico? What would opposite Tyler be? i probably sound like this,
0: and uh... True. I'd be really nice, and ooh, vaginas are gross, and um... Did you say vaginas? Vaginas? I don't know what they are, I've never seen one, and,
3: uh,
0: I wouldn't have a beard. <laughs> You would I'd probably up? be a good person. <laughs> I would hate myself. <laughs> Cry myself to sleep every night. Yeah. You, what are you... No, I would. I'd be happy.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm really, really glad you're on the show today, Tyler. Me too. Really happy that you're doing well, Me buddy.
0: Me too. Very happy. <laughs> a very happy person.
1: I used, to, I used to follow you on Snapchat. I don't use Snapchat anymore, but when I used to follow you on Snapchat, you would post these things it where it would be like a blurry picture of your face. <laughs> and it would be like, we all die someday.
2: Uh, Very nihilistic.
0: Just nihilistic, yeah. Somebody Very who's uh, the opposite of nihilistic, yeah, okay. for sure. Yeah. Um, also, somebody that would know how to make successful shows would be the direct opposite of that as well. So me. <laughs> so you, yeah, absolutely. You would be Barbara. I would be voices. Barbara, and you would be <gasps>
1: I do hate vaginas. Squishy, squishy.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's good shit.
1: <laughs>
0: oh. Yeah.
1: What, what, what do you think is your biggest insecurity?
0: My biggest insecurity? My yeah. God, I'm filled with it. I mean, that's why you know, let's be honest, it's why a lot of us are in entertainment. Mm. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. um, you, you get to hide in plain sight. Mm-hmm. Is how you deal with a lot of this shit. You go down the line with people who work in entertainment who deal with mental illnesses, like myself, because I'm bipolar. I've talked about that before. Like, mm-hmm. that's a perfect place for me to be is to have delusions of grandeur in my mind while pursuing, delu- you know, grand things. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's the way that it goes.
1: The, what's weird about that is, and I feel like I know you pretty well. Yeah, not, you're one not, of my best friends here. Not as well. He did it, um, <laughs> but I feel like I have never seen like that bipolar side of you like I feel like every time I see you and hang out with you you're like you know you're just you you're Tyler
0: sometimes Uh, I mean most of the day like most times it's it's not most of the time but like every day is an act you have to put on a mask so many of of you do that no matter what you deal with Um, Mm -hmm. we all have tons of tons of masks the problem is is that you forget when you're wearing one when you're not wearing one Mm -hmm. we all deal with that so Yeah, if if I could be the opposite, that would be nice to not have that, because it's excruciating, it sucks. Yeah, Yeah.
1: there's a, I don't know if you guys are watching or have watched the documentary that Shane Dawson did on Jake Paul Mm -mm. about sociopaths.
0: Mm -mm.
1: And I don't mean this in a bad way, but a lot of people in entertainment are sociopaths, Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. they basically learn behaviors on how, like what behaviors, you like from me and like what kind of mask I could put on if I'm with you Mm -hmm. or with this audience or with these people trying to please them or like I've learned this behavior from watching this person on YouTube so I'm going to do that because it gets this response and it's almost like you don't know how to just be yourself and you're constantly just putting on an act to please people around you and to get a certain emotional reaction from people.
3: It's, It's harder for me to do... The rooster teeth personality stuff than do acting because when I'm acting, I'm hiding behind a character. Mm. I'm like, oh, you can't judge me for this because I'm this character. But if I hear now as Jessica, like, there, it's purely like vulnerable. There is a mask on right now, of course, but it's not the same type of mask as if you're like a different character. So it's so easy to just do that compared to these things are harder for me Definitely. personally. They're challenge, very challenging. Yeah. Um,
1: and I'm sure a lot of people watching could relate, too, but watching anything Rusha Teeth puts out, podcasts or shows like this, it's we all have to be on. Mm-hmm. And we try to make it look natural and that it's just us, which for the most part it is, but mm-hmm. it's still Especially like... Especially I think
2: this show is one of yeah. the most vulnerable that we have, right? Like We literally just sit here and talk about our feelings most of the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I think you know a lot of people don't understand the difficulty putting yourself out there like that and wanting to put all of yourself out there to the audience and still like retain a
3: little bit of yourself without yeah. exposing mm-hmm. that. Um, and also deal with, like you know, sometimes horrible comments about yourself. Yeah. You're, you're like, I'm being myself. It's not a character. I don't, yeah, I don't it's not mind a character. The, the terrible
0: comments. I actually oh. kind of live for those, it's good. <laughs> and you should, you should wear them like armor.
1: I, I think you um, learn to put on armor after a while. and and wear them like armor, but I think, no matter how long you've been doing this, or
2: how many things you've been a part of, they all still sting. Well, then that's like, they find new things to sting about, right? Like, Mm -hmm. like, oh shit, I never realized that. Um, This is out of context, but I wanna talk about it a little bit, because um, I think it's interesting that, yesterday we, Barbara and I, you're currently taking it too, we're all taking an improv class together, Mm -hmm. and yesterday our improv coach had us do improv as each other, So it was like, you know, you look to the person to your right, or to your left, you look to the person to your right, and then you're now doing improv as that person would do improv, So you're
1: not, like, I wouldn't be Meryl, I would be Meryl doing improv. So like a character that she would do or portray. Okay. But it was, yeah.
2: Yeah, it was very interesting because I feel like with improv, it's obviously you're trying to play a character, but it's also very vulnerable because you're up there as yourself trying to do something else. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just interesting watching other people try and be me and being like, oh shit, is that what I do? Like, is that what people know me for? Um, which is, is funny because like everyone that was playing me was immediately someone who was like shy and reserved or like kind of like didn't want to be, you know, in the spotlight, didn't want to talk to people. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I was like. Well, yeah, that's just
1: me.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, some things come out like that yeah. when doing improv. It was a very eye-opening experience, though, because then after that, our teacher Dave said, all right, take all those impressions that people have done of you, because it would be multiple people doing yeah. the impression of you, and then make a heightened character of that that you know have to do. So yeah. it, you'd essentially just be like a cartoon heightened version of whatever character you would be playing, usually in improv. Um, my Dang. favorite one, though, and I think it's obvious, like everyone could grasp his mannerism so well as Max. Max, yes. Um yes. everyone would just come out and be like just like very like mm, so
3: sensual. What are we doing today? <laughs> Bad baby. Yeah. Yes. I'm a witch.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, a weird yeah. Anyway, it was off topic but it was just it just like no, kinda hit. It's always open. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh that's 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 Deep in perfect. the future, right? We're doing yeah. off topic. Um it was just one of those things where it was like, oh, is that how I come off to people that I'm shy and insecure because that's how I feel but then you guys sit here and tell me the opposite they're like but in that improv class that's what everyone picked up on
1: i think it's more like (laughs) see you tend to go to those characters like it's not that you are shy or insecure oh no i am
2: (laughs) (laughs) i
3: you that yeah it's so weird i i wish i i I want to have like one day where we can all take off all of our many masks that we have, like the layers and layers and layers of masks that we do have, and truly just like be ourselves, where maybe when you are in a conversation of pure small talk, which is like boring you to death, mm-hmm. and you really truly say what you feel and how you want to act in those moments. But The scary part
1: is, though, when you do do that, there's times when certain people in the audience tear that apart, mm. and that's the scariest part because that's when you're like, no, this was just like, me putting all of myself out there, yep, and that is terrifying for someone to tear any of that apart because that's it just is. all of me. At least if you're putting on a mask or a character when you're on things, it's like, okay, well, if they tear that apart, it's not really, it's not me, 100% me. So yeah, I could kind of take it with a grain of salt. Absolutely. I think
0: there's a lot of people out there too that can relate to this feeling. Is that if you are given the opportunity to remove every costume and mask that you have, and the world is standing at your attention, and the world says, what do you want to say? two things like one sometimes I know I find myself in this a lot is where I have nothing to say Mm -hmm. climb my way all the way to the top to let everybody know exactly who I am and then when the world says fine go you have nothing yeah or if you speak into the void and the void doesn't speak back yeah it's even more terrifying it's a tough it's a tough thing to deal with Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's it it's a reason why there's I mean Insecurity and anxiety and depression and all that stuff it isn't talked about enough and I think at least for me You guys know me. I don't really give a fuck this. You know, I don't have a filter say whatever I want Mm -hmm. because there's Camaraderie down at the bottom Mm -hmm. and with the truth even if it's dirty. It's still it's this it's still the truth. It's this um, This thing that combines, you know All of us. Yeah, so
3: and I think social media makes all of this so much worse I sometimes wonder what
1: my life would be like if I was never on social media
3: mm. it's funny I use it as
2: a more of a uh, a coping mechanism like I don't look at Twitter Instagram or anything as other anything other than a distraction mm. um, especially when like I'm feeling like my most anxious I to break out of that I'm just like I'm just gonna distract myself with mindless shit that I don't really care about so yes. I just half the time I'm just scrolling I'm not even looking it's just like an activity for me to do yeah
1: I, I get that, mm-hmm. but then I I have a friend who was recently in town, and her boyfriend, who was with her at the time, um, has nothing, no social media, no Facebook, no Instagram, no Twitter, um, doesn't really go on the internet much, um, YouTube or anything like that, and I just wanted to be like,
2: what do you do? What's
1: your life like?
2: Like, yeah. uh, What
1: is
3: that like? Yeah. It must be... Is he happy? So <laughs> he happy? No,
0: I think. He probably <laughs> fucking he's is. Probably I, really yeah. I feel like he'd be, be really happy. happy.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Because he would have, we talk about not having hobbies. I think all the time that I use on my phone, I could be using towards a hobby and bettering myself. There's so many times where I'm on my phone for hours and then I stop and then I come back to reality and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I could have been reading a book or working out or doing something that betters me as a human being, but Mm -hmm. instead I'm on social media.
1: I literally had the exact same thought last night. I was on my phone for two and a half hours yesterday after I got home from work. And I was just like, always like, okay, after I read this, uh, I'm gonna put my phone down. Okay, one more.
2: One more. Like, I, it just kept happening until it's I was truly like, well, I an wasted addiction.
1: two and a half hours of my day.
2: You know what's fun? The uh, iPhone now has uh, the screen time, and it'll tell you how oh much. Oh, my God. And so ever depressing. since it came out, every report that I get is now 20% less. Oh, good. That's because good. I've been, like, noticing it, and, like, I don't need to look at my phone anymore. Good job. Like, yeah. like I do That's use great. it as a coping mechanism. Like, I know that. Um, yeah. But now it's more like, okay, I'll use it for when I need, for, like, only those moments that I need to, like, a distraction, and then...
1: See, for me, the the biggest problem is I feel like I'm going to miss out on something. The FOMO that we were just
3: talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. When you were talking about Twitter, yeah, like the same thing. It's just like if I go on these social media sites to distract myself, I'm also opening myself up to FOMO Mm -hmm. and feeling like I'm not good enough when I see somebody else doing something that I want to do, making their own short films and stuff. I wonder what it would be like if you never saw those things. Well,
0: hey, I mean, I can't remember who said it. This wasn't me, but um, nobody posts their failures. All oh, that shit you see online is just absolutely useless. All the right. Instagram models, start, uh, all that crap. We should Doesn't
3: start matter. Post your failures. Yeah. <laughs> like, if be, I yeah. have a night where I'm breaking down and crying, I should just take a picture of it and be like, yeah. I'm having a bad night tonight. We should do that. Hashtag. Post your failure. <laughs> yeah. Well, not necessarily even your failure, just like when you're not having a great day. Just because like, th- yeah. that's it. They say that they post their highlight reels. Yeah, that's
0: all it is. I mean, yeah. you don't post like yeah. when you fucked up or whatever, like yeah. if you lose your job or whatever. Yeah. I mean, what you should be doing, and this is, this is a plea to the audience, I spend a majority of my time on Twitter finding things to send to Mariel to make her cry.
2: That's true. <laughs> As not just you. The entirety of Twitter does. Every it. fucking day I get Why notifications. You? Have you cried today? What, like, one, every
0: nope, day no, I'm no, looking I for one thing. I'm like, nah, she probably said this, but nah, this will get her. This will make her cry. Oh, yeah. She fucking hates it. I yeah. love it.
2: I love it. I, I think uh, I, I, I take pride in, in being that kind of vulnerable. I, I like, yeah. I like, I'm very much in tune with my emotions and know that like, Sometimes you just gotta cry it out. And sometimes yeah. that sometimes is three times a day. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it's six times a day. Sometimes send Absolutely. nudes, you know? I
0: mean, if you sometimes want to send, send me nudes, fine. There you go. Whatever. Yeah, no, yeah. That's, or do It's all there, you know, yeah. it's, all, it's all gravy. I think
1: Absolutely. The, the only complication, and I've had this before, online. I had the exact same idea, like Twitter and Instagram and all these social media sites is really only people's highlight reels. And so I've gone to the effort of like, if I'm having a bad day or I'm super anxious about something, I like post about it. Like, hey, I'm feeling anxious today. Like, does anybody have any tips or blah, blah, blah. And there are always some people who are just like, oh, you're just looking for attention or you're just looking for sympathy. And it's like, no, I'm just being honest with people who like think that people online are perfect and have never had any sort of negative emotion or negative day or just a low time in their life. And it's like, I'm not looking for attention. I'm not looking for validation. Yeah. I'm Some just,
0: people are. I know that's not you. Sure. And a lot of people that post that stuff, that that's mm-hmm. not what their goal is.
1: Right. So. And I, I don't know. I just think yeah. there needs to be an understanding of, like, i just should be kinder
3: to each other. Let's give each other the benefit of the doubt. Be kinder to also, each other. Also,
0: it's, it's for the, the fucking trolls. Like, Who cares?
3: Yeah, you're None right. None of them.
0: I, I merely tell you, I say, I've saved every negative comment. There's a few of them uh, <laughs> I've ever gotten here or during my radio days. And I have them in a file. And I go back and I read them and I laugh. Because yeah. somebody taking the time out of their day to tell you, uh, a person they've never met face-to-face, that you suck. Think about their life you're right. for a second. Like, th- their life is not in a good place for them to do that. They're not... A great person mm-hmm. in their own right, whatever facet of their life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, to the guy that said, you know, my head looks like a dump truck. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. You know,
3: what?
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's a funny thing. You always, you always send me the worst ones, and they're funny. They're yeah. so.
0: Fu- I appreciate the, the creativity that the, of people. Yeah, sometimes, the, like, the creativity is awesome. The guys are like the fucking ass. Fight. Like, dude, that's not funny. That is funny. The to dude me. that said Tyler looks like salt. That's what. <laughs>
1: <Salt? laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> Salt's tasty. See, this is why I'm jealous. Like you, those are funny insults, which yeah. are, like don't make any you, sense. You Whereas like insults, you like, get the bad ones. Insults, I mean, women, women are just like, man, is she pregnant? Cause she looks fat. Just, or just like, like fuck
2: yeah, I am pregnant. What's up? <laughs>
1: there was someone, <laughs> not, there was someone on the internet the other day where like I was wearing something that wasn't flattering. Like whatever. Yeah, I've gained a little weight here and there. Me Y'all, too. I'm Good. fucking almost 30. What do you expect? <laughs> Shit's hard to keep up with when you're
0: old. It fucking is.
1: But um, someone posted, Barbara is pregnant. And someone was just like, um, you're making a statement. How do you know this? And they're like, well, you see in her lower abdomen, it looks like blah, 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 blah. And then you're just like picking I'm apart. I'm a doctor. And I responded to the comment. I went, nope, just fat. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: I do want to like, say, as a man, like I, I definitely have it easier online. That's that I know that goes without saying that's why I said it to just reiterate.
1: I think it's just reg- I mean, yes, and yeah. Commonly women do have a difficult time online especially Straight. when they work in an industry that is heavily male-dominated or male audience-dominated um, But I think it, regardless if you're putting yourself out there online you have a difficult
3: time
1: Well, you know, what makes me feel better hmm. Having a, a nice movement watch Hey <laughs> We're going to stop getting sponsors one day. No, we're never going to (laughs) stop. This episode of Always Open is also brought to you by Movement. We all know and love Movement. They're our favorite underdog success story. Founded on the belief that style shouldn't break the bank, they've sold over 1.5 million watches worldwide by bringing quality designs at a fair price. With Movement's versatile line of watches, glasses, and accessories, you'll be sure to find the perfect holiday gift this season. I love giving out Movement Watches for the holidays and especially on special occasions. They have so many to choose from, uh, and you're sure to find something for even the pickiest person on your gift list. Movement Watches are all about looking good while keeping it simple. They don't tell you how many steps you've taken or blow your wrist up with the text messages. They're not overly intrusive on life with notifications, text messages, emails, and uh, they tell time like true classic timepieces should, and look good doing it. Movement did all the hard work this season, so you wouldn't have to, and they made awesome gift boxes and packages. If you need help giving the perfect gift this season but don't know where to start, the guys over at Movement Watches got your back. Get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com/open. Movement's launching new styles on their site all the time. So check out their latest at movement.com. Go to movement.com slash open. That's mvmt.com slash open. Join the movement. Who is this?
3: What is this? That's Pickles Farmers. That's uh, Eric Bedour. The second. Oh, my God. It does. It does. Oh, Eric. That's a period Hey, uh, Peyton, can can we
2: get a lower third right here? Eric Bedour. Eric Bedour. Put it in. There it is. Cut this out. Nope. <laughs> there he is. You're beautiful, Eric. farmer. Stuff. It'll. Pill- he's a pickle is farmer. Is that what he's a Pilgrim's pickle stew? That's the Drake pose.
0: He's praying that uh, his uh, priest won't touch him anymore.
2: Oh, we're uh, now we're gonna have to cut that out.
0: What? That's just well, a fact.
2: It's not wrong. Careful
0: around the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Old Father O'Malley. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> Don't go in that back room alone.
2: Oh. Barbara. <laughs> Is there another segment we could yes. do? <laughs> All right,
1: we're going to wrap things up with uh, our hotline. We got a caller who left us a wonderful message, and we're going to listen to it and answer oh. the question.
3: Yeah. Uh, I'm in my second year of college, and I've barely made any new friends and don't really even talk to people in my classes. I deal with some pretty bad self-esteem issues, and I guess you could say social anxiety. Uh, I have been I started a group therapy this year, which has helped through some things, but not really the self-esteem issues. I was wondering, what is some advice you would give to help boost your own self esteem?
2: Hmm. it's funny, it's a question. Pretty much, yeah. a good one. Talks about a lot of what we what we were yeah. already kind of um, hitting on,
3: mm-hmm. which is yeah.
2: interesting. Just, he said just started college,
1: correct? It's just- yeah.
2: Mm, it's top time.
1: Oh yeah, um, right out of high school, early college, I think is when a lot of people's self esteem is very low. Mm-hmm. Um, because in high school, you know, you have your friends, everything is kind of. Not easy, but a little more simple. Mm-hmm. Um, college is when real life really starts. And you're sometimes in a different city. You have all new classmates and people who you don't know. And you're really discovering, like, what your future is going to be. And I feel like that's a very rocky time for a lot of people. Yeah. At least it was for me. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah.
2: It's Gosh, I feel like even then, your life really doesn't start until post-college. And then after that, you really don't know who you are until maybe your 30s. Mm. I feel like I, I've, I've like, experienced that. Like The people that I see who are the most confident and I'm like, that's what I want to be like. When I look at how old they are, I'm like, oh, I've got, I've got time. Like, yeah. I can figure this out just like they have, you know? Yeah. Um, because I, I remember like, being in college and being super insecure and, and just not knowing who I was, not knowing what was going on and like, not knowing what I wanted to do with my life. And a lot of those things are still up in the air. Um, but I feel like I have a little bit more of a grip on that and like a little bit more based on reality and I think the older I get, the more confident I will be in myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man, there's a, there's like a uh I feel like women in their 30s like have it together. Yeah. How old are you? 26. 26.
1: Okay. 29. Yeah. I'll let you know next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep
3: me updated. But I'm 30 and I'm still <laughs> You're 30? Yeah, I turned 30 in June. Yeah, you're and I uh I still am very <laughs> I still have extreme self-esteem issues, and I went to I went to a high school where I was severely bullied, um, mainly from women, which is why I think I have issues like with female friendships, not with you guys. Um, well, her, but who uh, <laughs> you no? Oh, um, I meant her. Oh yeah, Bernice. Bernice.
1: <laughs> we all have issues with Bernice.
3: Yeah, I it, high school was not a good time for me um with all the bullying and all that when I got to college I went in with low self-esteem mm-hmm. but then uh, I entered the theater program and there's a bunch of crazies in the theater program and so I realized there that I could be more of myself and I feel like I found the foundation of what would be um, my tribe in the way of what I mean by that is people that like um, are similar like people that are we're all Crazy, but artists in some form or and also fashion. Very insecure. It, and also I love that you said insecure. tribe. That's
2: probably one of the whitest things I've ever heard you say. Is
3: it? Oh, <laughs> sorry, May May y'all. Me and <laughs> my tribe. <laughs> yes. And uh, I don't know, and I still—I mean, I still struggle with self-esteem issues. I'm currently looking for a therapist. Hey. Uh, you know, I will always encourage that on this show. Yes, yeah. therapy. I mean, he, he yeah. mentioned that he was in group therapy. That's great. Which is a great. great first step that will only, I feel, help
2: you. Um, yeah, group therapy. I recently um, finally started going to therapy consistently. Yes. Uh, uh, the last like month and a half or so. Um, which has been so great. Mm-hmm. And it's just so nice to have someone completely unbiased that you can just go and unload on, mm-hmm. and then just be like, you know, it's something that, I, I've become that person who's like, well, my therapist says. <laughs> um, I say that to all my friends now, but uh, But you have friends now
3: that support you. Oh, all
2: my that, friends, yes. everyone, everyone in my life. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and it, it was, except for Tyler he's he's just like you're an idiot you should stop um, <laughs> he was like you have to pay for someone to listen to you wow. <laughs> um, but no it's, it's been so great to like to have that resource is just like I know you know once a week I can just have this moment that's for me I don't have to give anything of myself to anyone else except like this is my hour that I get um, and so it's been so great so like the fact that I uh, group therapy scares the fuck out of me. I don't know if I could do group
1: that, therapy. Yeah, that, yeah, I feel like you need to be a special type of brave yeah. to go into group therapy. Because that's like multiple people all talking about the problems I can, they
0: have. Correct. I can speak to it. Um, yeah. I can speak to this guy fairly well, and I feel like being fairly open mm-hmm. to talk about this. Um, he asked, you know, as far as self-esteem goes, what can you do? And my advice would be uh, discipline is what will get you more self-esteem. How so? Uh, for me, I, I've dealt with being bipolar since I was diagnosed when I was 13 or 14, but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't, you don't really start that year and whatever, it's just who you are, and I've dealt with um, alcohol issues, a little bit of drugs, and just some severe turmoil in my life, and I'm somebody who tried to commit suicide twice mm-hmm. as um, late as when I was 25. Um, And the thing that really got me out of all that when I started doing therapy for you know God knows how many years and trying different things is the discipline to pull myself out I remember the second time I tried 10 things I Checked myself out of the hospital and I went straight to a gym and I haven't left and that became my discipline I'm not telling this individual to go work out. What I'm saying is that it was little things that gave me purpose The making the bed making my own breakfast going to the gym these tiny little victories that you can give yourself will actually it'll make you have more self-value therefore you'll have some more Mm self-esteem instead of leaving a messy room when you go out uh, to your classes tidy it up wake up a bit earlier give yourself a little bit more purpose and that can definitely help you drive to be a better person it's gonna put you on the right path and So, do
1: you think like focusing a lot more on yourself and things you could do for yourself will help
0: yes and it's the toughest thing to do self-help is, mm-hmm. is very difficult um, but here's the thing is that motivation is fleeting it comes and goes every day oh, um, yeah. the being disciplined though when the motivation isn't there is more important than being motivated to be up and more motivated to you know meet people if you can just stick to things and make plans. I will go to this social event every week. I will do this, I will talk to this person. If you just stick to that, even if you don't want to, mm-hmm. it's definitely gonna help. And when it comes to group therapy, uh, that's something I just jumped into. Um, felt like I was in a stage where I really needed to do that. And I've, I've had a therapist for five years. We have an amazing relationship. That's like, great. very unconventional. We get to take walks and mm-hmm. uh, talk to her on the cell phone. That's not for everybody, but um, she's somebody who's very close to me. And group therapy is a goddamn nightmare. It is tough. <laughs> yeah. It is very much like, uh, Um, without giving away too much my group, can't really talk about it, it's a little bit like AA where you you just do not discuss what goes on in the group, but it'll be very much um, like uh, Mariel walks into the room, you sit down and we start group and I say, Mariel, the way you walked in made me feel really uncomfortable. And then we stop and we say, well, Tyler, why did that make you feel uncomfortable? And you dive into all sorts of different issues of of who you are. It's just walking into a room full of mirrors. So for this individual doing this, Good sir, I, I have a few years on you and, and a lot of experience in this, you're very brave for doing it, it is yeah. so difficult and uh, for somebody who's lived a public life, yeah. uh, done, done radio, TV and film, it's, it's extremely hard to still go into a small room and be able to be put on a pedestal like that,
2: yeah.
0: discipline and don't stop going to therapy.
2: Well, it's interesting that you say discipline and motivation because I feel like if you have the two of those things and they're in balance, you can, like, accomplish anything in mm-hmm. your life, right? Like, yeah. anything you set your mind to, you can because there's so many times where it's, like, I'm motivated to do this, but I'm not going to put the effort in. Or it's, like, I'm, I, this is something I know I want to do, but I'm not motivated to do it, you know? Um, so it's just a, it's ha- having the balance between those things, I think, like, is just such a hard thing to accomplish. Right. Yeah.
1: And also like you and I talked about this recently. Adult friendships are fucking hard. They're, so They're hard. super hard. Um, even like, you know, we're lucky that we all know each other from work and we've become friends through that. Mm-hmm. But not everyone has that luxury of becoming friends with people that they work with right. or go to school with. And just trying to make friends with someone, especially in college when everyone usually has like their own thing going on. Yeah. They might already have their own friendships going on. It's hard to break into that and say like, hey, Good sir, also in my <laughs> e class, yeah. Would you like to be friends with me?
2: Yeah,
3: or like... I, yeah, I've asked people that like, do you want to be friends? Yeah, and it sounds strange, but also, like, how else are you gonna ask them to how else are you gonna like make that next step? I mean, without it seeming like a date proposition, yeah,
2: you, which well, even then, you're still like, in a sense, dating people, right? Like, you're yeah. dating your friends when you're like, let's go get a cup of coffee together, let's go know your each other, adult
3: friendships. Um, mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, with people, like, we're very lucky that we do have this built-in group. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all similar ages. We all get along, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but, like, I can't imagine, like, if I were to leave this place or, like, go work someone else. I mean, I think I would, I would struggle too much, but I would still be terrified of the fact that, like, oh, shit, now I have to, like. You know, because there's, there's people who go to work. And they come home and they go to work, and that's the only time they ever see or talk to those people. Yep. But for us, it's like everything's so intertwined, you know? Mm-hmm. Like we were hanging out this past weekend.
3: Yeah, I know. That was crazy. Yeah.
1: Well, like someone asked me recently, they're like, oh, you moved to Austin seven years ago. Do you have any friends in Austin who are not related to Rooster Teeth? And I don't.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Not a single yeah. one. Yeah. Um, and that's hard, especially if you're in a new city for college or work or whatever yeah. it is. Uh, making new friends in a new city is terrifying and yeah. I don't have a single person here that I know Other than like friends of guys who I've dated in Austin But even yeah. then like I wouldn't call them up and be like hey you wanna hang out. It's just acquaintances you know a I'd few make. of my
0: exes come on. That's like a little bit of a start <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I get as bold as to invite myself to things if I'm just like feeling lonely or I'm like I don't have any friends um, Just somebody that I even feel semi comfortable with being like hey I heard you guys were playing video, board games this weekend. Like, I would love to go if, if that's okay. And, yeah. and sometimes people people might not like that approach, but sometimes I'm weird. I love so that approach. So I'll just be like, I'm that's, I'm going to come, too. I wish more people would do that. That's the approach I take with
2: uh, our good friend Mia Khalifa. That's, Tyler would be oh. like, I'm hanging out with Mia. She's cooking. I'm like, all right, I'm on my way.
0: Even though I don't ask you <laughs> or want you to. <laughs> <Yeah>. you <don't laughs> show up <laughs> no anyway. No
2: one does. I show up anyway. Oh, but, you know, just
0: let, let serendipity take the reins, and it is showing up to things. It's... For this individual, there's so many things that go on in a college campus. Just show up, not with the intention of making a friend. Just put yourself there. Showing up is half the battle. Put yourself in a position, and you might bump into somebody. And one friend is, that's great. It's also like, it's a it
1: doesn't have to be like instantly, oh, you'll meet someone at this event and be like, oh, hey, you want to hang out? It could be someone who you have seen in this class and that you see in the cafeteria, and then you see them again here. And it's just like, hey, like, you want to sit with me at lunch or like? Mm-hmm. You know, just get to know someone slowly. It doesn't have to be like an instant.
0: Is it for girls, is it harder? Like for me as a, as a guy, I don't know why it is, but it's hard for me to make male friends. I have a lot of male friends, and like you said, with work and whatnot, and I have my core group I've grown up with since I was like is, five.
1: Yeah, way harder for me to make ma- uh, female friends. Me too. Right,
0: like you're asking out, it's the, i have such an easy time making girlfriends like it's yeah. it's very easy for me to i remember do that, there was like, i
2: don't know if we've talked about this on the show but there was uh, a guy that you i don't know if you were training with him or if you were working yes out was. at the same time oh man and you kept asking me you're like well i i want to hang out with him but like i don't know how to ask that without making it weird you're making like,
1: it seem like you're asking him on a date it, yeah it was like you want to be like hey, i i just like, want to be friends with, with you yeah. <laughs> It's, and, it's, it's and so he was fine. so like it's I so... remember
2: you being so torn up about that
0: I was but, it was really hard I didn't know what to because he's a great guy he's he's very good looking and that's just strictly from a but human it's fine. being to a human being it's <laughs> um, that you say that because
2: we we know a, we have a mutual friend that um you've known for a while now and I've just kind of started Aunt kathy is what we call yes, her yes. Uh started becoming a little closer to and she texted me one day and she was like hey we should go get dinner and I got so nervous and I was like What are we gonna talk about? Like, what if what if this isn't fun? Like what if she's like, oh, this is such a lame like hangout? And I was instantly just like, oh God, like, hey, I'm trying to make this new friend, but like I don't know how it's gonna go. Maybe I should just cancel. (laughs) And I texted Tyler, I was like, You should come with us. He's like, I can't. And I was like,
1: okay, it's fine. There's nothing worse than when you know a friend only through someone else and they're not there. Yeah. Uh, because then you're just like,
3: oh. Yeah. Tyler's cool, right? But like, it was a lovely I didn't time. Thing Tyler did. <laughs> I had such a good time and now I have a new friend.
0: She's the best.
2: Taking
3: yeah. risks, seeking um, chances. What's her name? Where does she
2: live? Aunt Kathy.
0: Aunt Kathy. Mm.
2: She wants to meet you. She's a big fan of Barbara.
0: She wants to be on the show. Who is this person. Does she work here? She can take my spot.
2: Well, we all she's know a, this she's is She's a friend of the phone. families.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Well, good luck to you, um caller. I don't think we got a name from him. I don't think we did. But again, like no one is faulting you for not having the self-confidence it's a hard fucking thing in college and at that age i
2: also think one of the most freeing things about becoming an adult is realizing that no one has it together yeah and you're never going to really reach a point where you're like oh okay i'm 30 years old you might feel a little bit more confident in yourself you might feel you know you might feel better about yourself but you're never going to like have it truly together and i think once i really realize that and i'm still trying to like put that in my brain um, you just feel so much better because it, it you alleviate the pressure from yourself like you're you're yeah. you're putting on yourself cuz you're like
1: Nobody yeah, knows what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's
2: extremely yeah. comforting.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Especially not us. Yeah. Oh, so fuck no any idea. I'm any comfort in things, know that we have no <laughs> we idea. We don't have our shit, have no shit together. Idea. At yeah. all. Right. It might seem all. like we do, or you
2: might think that we do, but we definitely it do. It probably it.
3: doesn't even seem like I do. I just, I, don't. I <laughs> got out
2: of bed at 9.15 this morning. I was very apathetic and didn't feel like getting up, but I pushed myself to do
0: it. How <laughs> <laughs> did you get out of bed? Today? Yeah.
2: A little
1: earlier, because I had to go to the dentist at 10 o'clock. Mm. And I was wearing this shirt at the dentist when an old lady hygienist was yep. working on my teeth. And I was sitting like this, because I didn't <laughs> want her to read it, because I felt very guilty. There you go.
2: But usually, yeah, did. like 9.30. Yeah. Sometimes you get up and you're ready to go for the day. I set my alarm for 7.30 didn't get out of bed until 9.15 this morning, because I just didn't feel oh like gives doing
0: it. shit you're here?
2: And I'm here. I showed up.
0: Just show up. Just show up.
1: Yep. And keep going. Take care of yourself. All right. We love you guys thanks for joining me thank you
2: we got uh, a deep we're doing, and lovely episode
1: oh um, I also want to mention we're going to be doing a, a box of issues question in the post show which if you're watching this on Monday as a first member the post show goes up the same day so you you'll believe be able it? to just head right over there and continue watching more always open so uh, sign up for a first membership if you haven't already uh, and come back next week for another episode of always open ah. cheers. <laughs> cheers cheers